재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 I suspect you probably did know if you are one of our Korean listeners, but uh, if you're an expat or a visiting listener, you may not fully know about this next subject we're going to talk about. Uh, We are coming up on the Solal holiday, and it's a time to reconnect with friends and family, but it's also a time to play some uh, fun, traditional games that have been around for a really long time. And so for our Did You Know segment, uh, we are going to be guided through those games by Seoul Global Communications Seoul Global Center Communications Officer, Michelle Kang. She's here as usual. Hey, Michelle. Good morning, Kurt. All right. So we're talking about uh, folk games or traditional games or just fun things that people do around this holiday time. Mm-hmm. Right. What, what generally are we talking about? Um, have you been to one of those festivals or events uh, that are prepared for foreign tourists or foreigners? <laughs> <laughs> you mean just throughout the year or specifically for Solal? Yes, Solal or Chuseok. Yeah, uh, not specifically linked to those holidays. Mm-hmm. Usually around Chuseok and Solal, I join my fellow expat friends uh, as kind of holiday orphans and we hang out and have parties and things like that. Okay. Uh, but uh, if I were to be a fly on the wall at a oh. Korean event like that, what would I see? Okay, well, you can visit palaces or museums, you know, like, because this is the time uh, when you can actually... And amusement get parks, a... too, right? You get discounts on, <laughs> on, on stuff like that. That's right. Not to deculture the segment here, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so you can go to some of those cultural attractions either for free or at a very good price this time yes, of year. right. And then you can um, see all these people enjoying the traditional games there. You, Many of you will know what Yunnori is, a, a Korean board game. And then there are lots of other games you probably haven't really known yet, um, which have some interesting stories behind and then um, their origins and stuff. All right. Um, the first one I'm going to talk about is Maltuk Baki. Maltuk <laughs> <laughs> uh, is a steak. Um, a, a steak. A steak, as in a post you driven uh, yeah. into the ground. Right. And then Paki is piling. Um, well, there's another name to call this game. It's Maltagi. Mal is a horse and Tagi is riding. Oh, right. It's a riding horse. But people don't generally play this on horseback uh, in, in, in modern days. No, you don't. You, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can play this um, in a team. So one player from one team would just stand up against a wall or uh, a tree. And then the other uh, members of the team would just bend over. It m- might sound a little strange, but put their hands, I mean heads, uh, in between someone else's uh, legs. Oh, <laughs> I, I think what you're kind of describing is like a piggyback ride. Is that, is it that what it, it is? Kind um, of? One person stands up, but the others are like, just bend over. Oh, yeah, you kind of poke it through and, and look. Yes. All right. So it looks like a caterpillar with um, two or three players, but <laughs> they are actually human horses. Got it. Right. So the other team would just uh, jump on the, the horse, human horse, one by one. That's kind of a good deal for the person riding. Not so good for the person who's... Uh, bent over looking through somebody's That's legs. That's right. So whoever uh, falls to the ground, that team loses. Okay. And and, and that the team um, successfully lands on the uh, horse, then uh, they do rock, scissors, paper to determine the winner. To Wait a minute. Doesn't the winner get determined by who falls off the horse? Uh, that could be uh, one factor, uh, but the, but then if uh, everybody just... Every, if everybody succeeds, mm-hmm. then you got to do kawi bawi bo. Yes. All right. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> And you're, are you going to do that this holiday? Oh, no. <laughs> no this is I for kids mainly. So. Yeah, but, um, you know, this was enjoyed by boys mainly, like, a long time ago. But then <laughs> the girls um, still, like, 
find yeah. this interesting to play. It makes sense. It sounds a bit rough. Yeah. Where, where did, I, I presume since we're riding metaphorical horses here, it comes from something out of the, uh, the past, <laughs> the, the historical past, when mm. Korea was more reliant on horses. Well, the, the horses were the best means of transportation a long time ago here in Korea, right? Mm-hmm. But the commoners, they were not able to afford any. So um, kids obviously had no uh, chance to ride a horse. So it's said the people actually invented this This game. was the next best thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, what? Let's move on. Any other games popular around this time of year? Okay. Um, there's another game that was enjoyed by um, the commoners. Uh, out of this desire to possess something, it's tang tamoki. Okay, what's that mean, literally? Uh, taking land. Taking land. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, two players are needed. So you draw a big circle on the ground, and then um, each player will draw a small span of length semicircle. This is going to be your home base. All right. And then you just use pebbles, uh, one pebble each time, but I'm not. You just have one pebble, and then flick a pebble, taking turns. And on your turn, you uh, can flick a pebble up to three times to make it back to your uh, home base. Then the, the space made by these three lines becomes your land. Okay, so you've got to get it inside your home base circle, mm-hmm. and then uh, how do you expand your land again? Um, you just take turns. But uh, if you just fail to make your pebble back uh-huh. to your home base, then uh, the chance goes to the opponent. I see. Mm-hmm. All right. That sounds kind of fun. Uh, so you are increasing your, your estate with your pebble <laughs> accuracy there. Right. Uh, pebbles and stones, kind of a repeating theme in these games, aren't mm-hmm, they? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then when you are a little, Kurt, did you ever play with some pebbles as well? Kind of. I used to, like, throw them into lakes and stuff like that and skip them. Um, We didn't have many pebble-based games. I used to ride uh, bikes and things like that. Okay. uh, And we we did play um, horseshoes a lot, actually. Oh, all right. Which is kind of like an accuracy game, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we have lots of games that... uh, were played using these pebbles, I think. Um, And one of the uh, game is... I think it's uh, very interesting, too, because uh, there's a very interesting story behind it. Mm -hmm. It's Pisok Chigi. Pisok Chigi. What does that mean, Chigi? Chigi is to hit. And then Pisok is a tombstone. Hit the tombstone. That's Mm -hmm. uh, cheerful. Uh, Or it can be uh, translated into flying stone. Flying stone. All right. right. That's a little better. (laughs) So what's the rules of Pisok Chigi? All right. You draw a line on the ground and place a stone there and then this is going to be your target and then you draw another line about four to five meters away from the first line and then you stand on that line and um, you just throw another stone towards the target if you hit the stone and then knock it out of place then you win okay um it's kind of it's almost like a a form of uh, lawn bowling in a way, but not bowling, not rolling it, right. but rather throwing it in mm-hmm. the air. That's yeah, right. Trying to right. knock the stone out and take over that little, right. little spot. Um, you know, um, there were many stone monuments near government buildings in old times. Uh-huh. Uh, these monuments were re- installed to honor or praise their um, praise the upper class mostly. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the village residents were sort of forced to donate some money to erect those. So tombstones or monuments, whenever all these people passed by, they got furious because they had paid uh, money. Uh-huh. So uh, they just uh, got angry, kicked at the tombstones, and then in this um, 
was evolved into a game. So Pisok Tiki. Ah, so this is a little microcosm <laughs> of the historical uh, frustration yeah. of these upper class people building monuments to themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a nice little historical angle on that game. I, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't aware of that. Um, Chigi, this this name Chigi repeats itself in several games, doesn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm, right. So, what other Chigi games are there? Takti Chigi. Okay. <laughs> and what's that one? Okay, Takti uh, is a paper, folded paper disc. So it's like a slap match using this uh, paper. A slap match. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to slap somebody with your paper. <laughs> slap somebody else's. Ah, mm-hmm. not somebody else, but rather their their folded paper. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting. I've never seen that. Oh, really? It sounds a bit violent. No, not at all. No, 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 no. Uh, you you have to actually learn how to make how to fold the paper properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How big is the paper once you folded it? Maybe like your, about the size of your hand. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, was a boys' game, and then there's kusurutsugi, uh, which is a marble. But uh, in the meantime, girls used to just play with a small-sized um, pebble kongi. Okay. Uh, and then uh, skipping the an elastic band or something. It's about time we got to the girls here. Most of these games so far sound a bit boyish, especially the ones where you're riding horses. Mm-hmm. So when the boys are off riding their horses and slapping each other's papers, uh, what are the females doing generally? Uh, the most representative activity uh, enjoyed by women would be kangang uh, uh, yes. Right, Women uh, in a circle, they would just uh, dance or sing all together. Now, there's something at one of these cultural events that I, I actually did do. I oh, hope yeah. that doesn't diminish my, uh, you know, masculinity here because oh, no. it's supposed to be done by females. But, with you know, they, they brought us all into it. And it's this big ring you dance around. And uh, it has its... Um, Origins in ancient wars, right? Right, right. Um, you know the famous Admiral Lee Sun Chin. Uh-huh. Um, he started this dance. Not that he danced himself, but <laughs> um, he um, had women dress up like men and then dance around a fire at night, yeah. only to trick Japanese soldiers. So uh, the troops, his troops, yeah. Admiral Lee's troops, uh, were like way bigger than yeah. their enemies. Make the enemy make a whole bunch of noise and make the enemy think that there's a bigger troop presence mm-hmm. than there actually is. Right. Very clever. Uh, we've got just a little bit of time. I think we've got one more game to hit. Why don't you tell us about that? Okay. Um, I think you can just, uh, enjoy this game at one of those events. Naltigi, nal is a wooden board. Uh, it's similar to seesaw, but instead of like sit on it, you can stand on the board. Ah, and, yes. And they yeah. jump up and down, right? That's right. That's and they right. Send, send each other up into the air and mm-hmm, then they, mm-hmm. they land. And, right. Okay. Right. I hope it's a nice wide board because otherwise it sounds dangerous. <laughs> uh, but hey, right. that's the thrill of Solal is these games, uh, you know, and, and what the origin of it is. Mm. You know, um, during especially the Joseon Dynasty, women were not allowed to leave the house except at night. So women enjoyed this game to just look outside uh, the world. Get a glimpse over the wall. Yes. <laughs> All right. That's cool. So now you've got an idea of some of the fun things people do at Solal and the origins behind it. That's Did You Know for today. Michelle, thank you for coming in. Thank you. All right. And we'll be right back.